0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Looking for that perfect family vacation where the water is warm, the sun is shining, and disease as far as the eye can see? Then plan a trip. To shitholia, shitholia, less vaccination, more evacuation, get away to the place where everyone who lives there wants to get away from shitholia. We put the ease in disease. And if you act right now, we'll throw in over the border human trafficking for free. That's right. A $249 value. Before summer's over, pack up the family, hide in the back of a produce truck, and enjoy a week-long stay at Shitholia. Shitholia government not responsible for loss of life, limb, and cannot guarantee a safe return.
2: Now, do you think Biden's going to like the fact you're calling the United States Shitholia?
1: I'm calling whatever country you said people came from.
2: If you come here from... Shitholia. There
3: you Well, see, <laughs>
0: ready
2: to go.
3: He had the receipts ready to go, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> I just
2: inhaled something. Oh, damn. Good. It. Oh, good. No, it's not a cough. I just inhaled something. I'm like, ah, damn. Mm-hmm. Shitholia. You could run it's for get, mayor. It's getting even more shit. Oh, no, it's not just a city. It's a country. Oh, you could run no for president. <laughs> Running, well, everybody else is. Why not? May as well run for president. But yeah, there a couple of things that popped up over the weekends. <laughs> Our listeners and my friends are the worst human beings on earth. I will tell you that.
3: Okay, tell me why.
2: Worst people I've ever met in my entire life. I think we're up to five people now, I believe, uh, that have sent me a message about this. Uh, what, what's it? What's it again? Giglio? What the hell's the name of the island? The, the island. Gig. G- G- it's Gig something. Gilgia, where the guy killed all those women.
3: I don't
2: know. You don't know about this story? No. Rudy. There's a shocker. It's the <laughs> biggest you story know? in America. <laughs> he doesn't
3: know either.
2: You honestly got to know. I'm going to have to get a news guy. I really am. We're going to have to get another we person had in here. We
3: Chris Eggert.
2: Now I'm talking about for the first segment. You guys honestly don't know about
3: this. No. This guy it
2: killed 11 women. It's been all over the news, local, national, everything. What have you guys been doing? Twiddling your goddamn thumbs? What are you doing?
3: You literally yell at us to live our lives and to be positive and to avoid the news. And now you're No, no, no. I
2: never said avoid the news. I I said avoid the national news. Yeah. Which I, by the way, would recommend even more highly now. I tried watching the national news over the weekend. What a mistake. I do love the fact, and don't tell Chris Eggert this because you'll get all a big noggin and everything. But I watch Channel 5 Eyewitness News when I get up in the morning now.
4: Yeah,
2: I, I got up. Okay, we're going to pretend we're going to be either the CNN or Fox Morning Show. The three of us, because there are usually three people on both those shows. Yeah. Okay, so you and Rudy start talking, and then I'll I'll, I'll bring in the the morning news, national news element to it. Wait, shouldn't so I be to talk.
3: shouldn't I be blonde and have <clears throat> bigger boobs to be doing this in general? And,
2: and be a complete moron.
3: <clears throat> we'll check. <laughs>
4: you got that part
2: covered. Okay, <laughs> well, never mind. Done and done. Mind. Okay, you two have a conversation, and I'll pretend I'm on the morning news.
3: Hey, Rudy, how was the commute in today? You
2: know what we should do? She <laughs> should talk about the next story. These people talk all over each other. They trample. What it's like? Do you have any idea what you're doing? No. Well, why don't they though?
3: I don't know. I think they just they add so much injection of personality that they yes. feel like they have to constantly. Even, I mean, I even found myself being nicer to Rudy just now. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was like, We're on news, we're nice, we're <laughs> we're on,
2: we're nice. We're 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 in holy now. Yeah. But um uh, the United States has become a bigger shithole because I got I tell you one one thing that I get such a laugh out of. Uh and I'm very serious about this part too. I am getting worn out watching particularly white women on the national news who are experts on what it is to be a black person in America. Isn't that wearing you guys out? They're, not, uh, they're such experts.
1: Not as much as old white men telling what women what, telling women what to do with their bodies. That's the other thing that drives me yeah. nuts. No, the but, but the there's white, a balance. Yeah, the white lady who talks about or the white yeah you're right the white lady who cries and is like the, the racist America that I yep. grew up in. It's yep. like you grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. You're yeah. fine. You, 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 you <laughs> have know. a pampered life. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about?
2: <laughs> but I heard one last night. It maybe tops them all. On the national news again, and I, I do literally have to get away from it because, well, although I think it's getting funnier by the day, because they're getting more and more desperate. Oh, good. There was a news reporter that reported that America is a very unfair place because only white people have enough time to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking? What does she think black people do in jail all day? Come on! Oh Come on! God. They're all in prison, so
1: you <laughs> know. Oh
3: my God! It's <laughs> Monday morning, I, and we are coming in hot.
2: I cannot believe that someone would think that black people don't have enough time to take a walk.
3: That's funny. What,
2: how did they get to be such
3: experts
2: on a neighborhood or a group of people they've never been near? Listen, mm-hmm. I
3: think this is an exact example of why representation matters, right? Okay. Like, let people tell their stories. Let, you know, you you have... All, you need all sorts of representation in sure. all sorts of media because I am not here to tell other people's stories in ways that's like their experiences. It's mm-hmm. It feels like, um, God, what's the term that would be like, it's almost like emotional vampiring. Like I'm going to use somebody else's story to convey something to make myself seem nicer. That's exactly here. what it is too. Um,
2: yep. No, it's, it's, but it's gotten to the point now. Apparently honkies can't do anything right anymore. According to honkies, by the way. I don't yeah. hear that from black people ever. Yeah. I was talking to my friend. Well, I didn't talk to him. I texted back and forth with my, my friend Rashawn Moore. Have you guys met Rashawn? No.
3: Nope.
2: Rashawn's a great guy. We're just talking back and forth about families, this, that, and the other thing. It's just, I, I, I wish people would have that experience. Because it's one person to one person. And if you keep noticing skin color, that's your problem. Yeah. Right?
3: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
2: So shut up. And this whole idea that black people can't exercise. And she didn't even give a reason for it. They're just too busy. What the hell are they doing? Yeah. Know what I mean? Like during this show, during the commercials, you could go for a walk in the hall. Doesn't matter what color you are. Yeah. But I got a big laugh out of that one. But while I'm laughing at that. Then the second story came across. Oh, no. And I'm deeply hurt by this one. Oh. I want you to know. But this is not going to mean anything to you two because you don't watch the news, which is part of your job to do, by the way. Is it, though? Yes, it is, definitely. Is it, though? Yes, it is. Is
3: it, though? I would
2: start if I were you. I'm just telling you. You got to at least know what the headlines are for crisis.
3: Also, um...
2: So you've never heard of Gilgo Beach?
3: No, but, uh... Jesus. No, but that's, like... I'm glad. Tell me about it. What if there's another listener who hasn't listened? Like, what if they had a weekend of not watching the news? So tell me what but happened. But that's
2: not their job to watch the no, news.
3: No, I just meant, like, give us the deets.
2: Well, it's not going to mean anything, now. You've taken all the power away from the story because you don't. Got, neither one of you knows what the hell I'm talking about.
3: Tom, take back your power.
2: Take back? Oh, God, shut up. <laughs> Get away from me. But I, I had this wonderful story, and it means absolutely nothing now because you two don't do your jobs. But other than that.
3: Other than that.
2: Don't worry about this. But okay. I'll tell. For, this is for the listeners. It's not for you two. I So you two mm-hmm. just butt out. We'll just, I'll just not That's listen. All mm-hmm. There's a guy in Gilgo Beach. Uh, it's been going on for, I think, like 10 years, maybe even longer than that. This. It turns out this guy has murdered, like, 11 women in uh, long, on Long Island. Gilgo Beach, Long Island. Right? Well, they finally figured out. Because they found a hair on one of the women. And then they, uh, this guy popped up as a suspect and an agent followed this guy around town. Uh, I can't remember his name. I don't want to know his name. But okay. anyway, the, the Gilgo Beach killer, uh, he followed him around town and the, the guy bought a pizza and he sat down at a park bench and ate part of the pizza and all the rest of it, did not finish it, took it over and threw the pizza in the <sighs> garbage. They took it out, got his DNA from the pizza Matched it to the hair on the woman and that's how they caught this guy.
3: Dang a lot. How would you guys
2: not want to know things like
3: that? I'm glad you told us. No no no. Mm -hmm.
2: Watch the news. Because here comes the best part. Okay. Okay. Would you bring up each bring up a picture of the Gilgo Beach killer? Yep. Because you gotta look at him for the next part.
3: Terrifying. No. Not at all. No, I mean like because he's mundane looking, like there's like a terrifying act like this picture is terrifying.
2: Oh, he's got his hair combed in that picture though. He usually doesn't. And the reason I had you look at that picture is I'm at five now. It's probably more than five now. But I've gotten uh, responses, a couple of friends and a few listeners that say, holy Christ. I'm like, what? That Gilgo Beach killer looks like he'd be your cousin.
3: Okay, I thought you were going to say looks like. I don't think he looks like you.
2: I don't think he does either. But all these people think he looks like me. I'm like, no.
3: I mean, he's got this, like, really calm it's just terrifying he's well he's got
2: the honky blue eyes he's got that which i have too i
1: don't know a guy who you know goes into a murderous frenzy rage I, he could be a relative of yours tom it's I true mean, it's true uh, well he could be just i am mean, saying. Yeah. could
2: be my cousin maybe right. i don't know yeah. but here's the amazing part about this guy is he goes around and kills all these women first of all he got burner phones to contact each one of them. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was setting up dates with them or something. I, I, they haven't gotten too deep in the story, but it's a huge story nationwide because uh, they've been looking for this guy for I think about 10 years, something like that.
1: Oh my God. And they
2: finally tracked him down, but he, yeah, he used burner phones to talk to him. Then he just throw those away. But he finally got caught because he threw a half-eaten pizza, or I, guess, I guess he ate about three quarters of it, but he threw the rest away and they got him on that whole situation. It's just one of those. And by the way, this guy is six foot four and weighs 280. A guy that big that has to prey on women. Explain that to me.
3: Oh, he's, he's giving me icky goosebumps. He's spooky.
2: Shouldn't you know there are people like that out there by watching the news?
3: I mean, I think I know there are people like that out there because of just pure history.
2: Yeah, well, there is that. Yeah, your
1: Netflix, you know, uh, previously viewed, will definitely let you know that there are serial killers out there because that's what everybody is binging right now. It's all true crime. But that's what I'm
2: wondering. They don't watch the news, but they watch true crime. It makes no sense.
3: I think I need a little distance from, uh, like, you know, a good 20 years from this kind of stuff. Like, even this is giving me vomity feels. Like I like watching. Comedy feels. I like watching something where I go, okay, that was that, At least that was the 1970s, you know. And then this is now. This guy is wa- was walking around till. Yeah. Just like last week.
2: Yep, last week.
3: <gasps> Gulp. Ugh. It's
2: all true, but don't you think it's good to know there are people like that out there and to stay away from people on burner phones? Well, I suppose they didn't know it was a burner. How does a burner phone show up on your phone when they call you? Does it? It's a normal it just number. Just a number, that's it?
3: Yeah, they just call it a burner phone because it's like a, you pay with cash. Oh, okay. And then you have a certain amount of minutes you bought, and there's no tracing it back to you, and then you can throw it out, and there's there's nothing that would bring it to – no Tom Bernard name would pop up or right, this guy right. Rex yeah. would show up. At okay, all. but now
2: that you've seen him, do you agree five minutes in that he could be my cousin? Because that's what everybody thinks.
3: Okay, maybe – cousin's like – Sure, I'll say yes. Because anybody could have a cousin. Mean, yeah, I, I, I have
1: a cousin who's tall, like six foot three, who's leggy and blonde and super good looking, who looks nothing like the rest of the family. Anybody could be anyone's cousin.
3: My cousin is Katie Ledecky. I couldn't have less in common with her, talent-wise, success-wise. There you go. So yes, yeah, sure, I'll say he could be your cousin, but he's just kind of like a.
2: Okay, wait a second. So he's got tall and good looking. You got Katie Ledecky, and I got a murderer. Yep. That's great. I mean, he's not really my cousin. No. i got to make that very clear. But a lot of pain-in-the-ass listeners think it's very funny to, to put our pictures next to one another.
3: i, I got to find more photos of him. and I don't, I'm scared my computer's going to implode when I search him.
2: Yeah, it could be. We do have to move on, but I just wanted to, wanted to point that out. That it's just like, thank you so much, listeners. I, I really appreciate how much you care for me. You they, know what I mean?
3: They are a loving group.
2: Well, there's no getting around it. They could not be more loving. Do you think?
3: I think it's just a tall guy. That's the he's only. He's a very thing.
2: tall guy. That's
3: the only thing you guys have in common. Oh, he's a
2: lot taller than I am, though.
3: He. Yeah, but like you know that like big guy energy. You like that's what. you... I
2: guess. Uh, yeah, that.
3: Like that tall pushy, guy energy. Pushy
2: pain in the ass. Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> I can hear it. The tone of your voice.
3: Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Here's yeah, the no. thing. I have seen photos. This is like his high school photos. I have seen pictures of you wearing glasses like that.
2: That I look just like that.
3: That's what I think.
2: I think maybe that's the one they're using. Very good. Yeah. Because that looks a lot, except for he's not wearing an ascot like I was exactly. in my high school graduation picture.
3: But otherwise, no, I don't <clears throat> see it.
2: No, that one does look a lot like me when I was 18 years old. That's uh, very true. Yes. I'm gonna go kill someone, right? No. Nope.
3: nope. No, you're not. No killing? Nope.
2: All right, got to check the weather very, very quickly. Mostly sunny, but beautiful day today. No, there's no smoke in the air that I could detect. You guys,
3: no, you I have didn't any? feel it didn't <clears throat> feel as hazy as it has in the past.
2: Marvelous, mostly sunny and that's all still coming from Canada, isn't
3: it? Uh, I, I'm unsure. It feels like feels like it's just been forever. Like there been has to be time. something more systematic than one event.
2: Uh, oh God, yeah, absolutely. Mostly sunny, pleasant today with a high of 77, clear and cool with a low of 57. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and warmer with a high of eighty four. On Wednesday, partly sunny and warmer with a high of eighty eight. Thursday, windy, cooler with a high of eighty two. But what a beautiful way. They said literally for like the next ten days it's gonna be gorgeous.
3: That's awesome. And
2: maybe beyond that, obviously. Right now it is sunny, it's fifty eight degrees. And by the way, it does feel chilly this morning.
3: sweater i felt kind of cold oh
2: i understand it's, you know it was i think 54 when i left the house
3: yeah it felt
2: cold something like that so yeah they say it's sunny in 58 now but a high of 77 just a gorgeous day today sunny pleasant with a high of 77 we shall take a break be right back in a couple of minutes bob sansevier will join us we got all kinds of people coming up ladies and gentlemen um is doug doug's doing a live spot today or am i just doing the live spot today
1: uh, just you, but I don't believe he's on there until Wednesday again.
2: Yeah, until Wednesday. Till
1: Wednesday is when he comes. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I believe, are the days we have him on.
2: No, that spot I don't think I have, so I'm going to have to dig that one up. We're going to have to figure it out. In any case, we'll be right back, right after this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health, right? Yep. For... Oh, God, I get the look. Look at this. I looked down at this. this is the I was I
1: was day. thinking... I think you have the wrong date. Yeah, that's okay. That's I, all right.
2: No, that's exactly what it is. There yeah. were two of them mm-hmm. in my stack. No, it is Premier Health. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you got today. Yeah. Great. Well, that's what I was reading, wasn't yeah. it? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you got it right. Yep. All right. Uh, we've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life... By treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? And by the way, you can prevent it by going to Twin Cities Premier Health. You don't have to have erectile dysfunction. You can, uh, you can prevent it in this way. At Twin Cities Premier Health, acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the treatment of erectile dysfunction. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure. It creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. And the prevention of that, of course, is very, very helpful. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, wipe out all spontaneity, reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did, uh, right now receive this special offer, of free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. I'll go to twincitiespremierhealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you.
5: Boating season is here and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Brad Sean Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please... Not only be aware of other boats in the
4: water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer.
3: You can find
6: Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injury.
1: Working hard to farther, With Mike Bryant on your side Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant
4: I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising.
0: Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner.
2: It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset, but don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller and Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millamarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast.
2: We are we back. Are back. Oh, we got an up. echo. Everything is good now. Very, very good. Good smooth start to the week. Now we're talking. There we now. go. We're there I got up him. gas. Okay, we up now? Yeah, we're good. Yep. I like that. He said, "Yep." But his mic was. <laughs> I have like I have like
1: eleven things going on in the studio right now. So, Why? Well, yes. right, what's what's happening? Uh well, we got a, uh, we got another guest coming up at eight, and then we have uh, a. In-studio guest, and then we have to move some people around. So, yeah, boy, you are right. We got a packed Monday today.
2: No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But do we have to put up with Sanny? Unfortunately, we do. Okay, Okay. Welcome to the show, Bob. Well, I'm really excited to be part of this enthusiastic crowd over there. So, Bob, let me ask you a question. you ever watch the news? Why? Because I found out that neither Brittany nor Rudy watches the news ever. Not on the weekend. I'm enjoying myself. You have a job to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: Monday through Friday.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, it's you know life. what? From it's, now on, Saturday and
1: Sunday, time. you come in, you broadcast every single Saturday and Sunday. It's your job.
2: I don't, no, no, it's not. It's Monday through
1: Friday. Monday through Friday, exactly. <laughs>
2: no, no, but watching <laughs> the news over the weekend is just part of life. No,
1: not
3: for me, it's
2: not. I enjoy Bob, what do you think? I'm
3: trying to live a long time. Oh,
2: yeah. Why don't we turn this Mom. into a music show and become a bunch of d- dumbass disc jockeys? What do you think?
3: I love it.
2: That's what we'll do. What, uh, Bob?
5: I'm a little bit, well, I try to stay somewhat topical.
2: Did you hear the you story know, about the, uh, the Gilgo killer?
5: Uh, the guy who they call uh, Peter because he looks like the guy from Family Guy, <laughs> Peter Griffin. Okay, yeah. yes. Now, he, we're like bur- now he just
2: burned me even worse. Oh. You didn't know that? No. Here's what I did know, that five people, three listeners and two friends texted me and said, man, that guy could be your cousin.
5: No, he looks. he does look like Peter.
2: He does kind of look like Peter. You're right about that. But I don't think I look like Peter.
5: Eh, no. We'll go with no.
2: Okay. just for uh, that, Maybe tomorrow. No, that, you're getting it for now. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant bringing you Bob Sansevier. Uh, Michael Bryant uh, brings you Bob Sansevier. Bradshaw and Bryant seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury, minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sandy, what is the latest in the news?
5: Well, the news of the Twins, your Twins, they're, uh, they, they did what they had to do. They sweep Oakland. And, Tom, there has never been a suckier division than the AL Central because Cleveland has lost now four straight. Right. And the Twins are like two and a half up. It's just a brutal division. And good luck to them when the postseason comes around if they are uh, the survivor of that crap division.
2: The crap division, Bob. Uh, the, it, it looked a little dangerous like they were going to lose to the worst team in baseball yesterday, but they did come back and win it, so that was good.
5: Yeah, here's, uh, here's a stat. This is one of the best stats of the year. Do you know how many times the Oakland A's have been swept this year?
2: How many series? Oh, God, I don't know. All of them?
5: Well, no, not all of them.
2: 13 <laughs> times.
5: Oh, God. A baker's dozen of sweeps. Sandy. That's just brutal. It's, That's uh, pretty it, bad. It, but the, twi- I mean, hey, Buxton's got his batting average all the way up to one ninety nine.
2: Yeah, it's about time to for him to go away, isn't it?
5: Yeah. What did he have? He, uh, I think he got walked walked in a run or a winning run the yeah. other day on yep. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, he's really doing his job.
2: Well, a lot of them. I mean, my God, Kepler can't hit worth a damn. He's a damn good outfielder, but he can't hit. You got has uh,
5: uh, got the had a key home run. He won yep, the game for he him. He did. Yep. So. They had a rally, rally against Oakland.
2: That was very, very nice.
5: Very pathetic. Hey, have you watched, I think Rudy said he did, and maybe Brittany has. Have you watched quarterback yet?
2: No, I'm not going to watch it. I'm busy watching the news because I'm the only one who does.
5: It is sort of newsy. Yeah, I'm about
1: seven episodes in. I think I got like two left.
2: Well, you'll see a lot of uh, Patrick Mahomes because the other two guys well, have
5: fallen off. Well,
1: it might as well just be the Patrick Mahomes documentary. Everything right. is about that guy. Every no, episode. No, it
5: really isn't. I, I think it had quite a bit about uh, Cousins. The guy who deservedly so got the short shrift was Marcus Mariota. Oh, yeah. He lost his job and disappeared. But I, I actually think that Kirk Cousins came off looking very good in this He looks documentary. Gr- he
1: looks great. He is also the epitome of you can be a really good guy who's also terrible at his job. That, that is so many people on this planet. They're just, they're super nice, but they're just, they can't get the job done. And I'm for, Brittany's pointing at herself right now. Yeah. Uh,
5: I would argue that Brittany and no, Cousins, I've said it before and I'll say it now. He is the Denny Green of NFL quarterbacks. Great in the regular season, playoffs come around mm-hmm. and nothing but stink bombs.
1: Yeah, after you know after watching that doc though, I feel like this might be the Vic- I I re- and even though I'm not a Vikings fan, I feel like this might be the year coming up that if they had a shot to go. I mean, they just they have the team, they got all the right pieces right now. That coach has got uh, some
5: take a look at their schedule. Yeah. I, that,
1: but I'm 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 just saying like if there was ever a year, this one coming up, man, this really could be their year.
5: The odds of them winning as many close games as they did last year, it's they're astronomical. I mean, what happened last year? was a fluke. You, mm-hmm. Teams don't win you know, these one-score uh, games as many as they did. I mean, they were unbelievable in one-score games. So it was. It, it's, I can't see it happening again. I do think the defense will be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, and, Tom, we're talking about the Vikings to avoid your twins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're
2: talking about the Vikings uh, who, by the way, uh, you watched a, a special on a quarterback who uh, at 4th and 10 with the entire season on the line threw a 6-yard pass. Boy, well, is he the, good.
5: Why didn't the tight end make get four yards out of it? It was his fault.
2: <laughs> you probably don't want to roll the dice like that in my, in my mind anyway, but I think Cousins is a very mediocre quarterback.
5: Well, And that's why ha- the quarterback was the superstar, the mediocre, and the bad. Oh, okay. That's what they picked. They picked a guy that represented each tier.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that might be interesting then. I just thought they were just kissing ass on the NFL.
5: Well, they're doing that, too. And it was Peyton Manning's <laughs> the one who was behind it.
2: Have
5: you ever seen that Peyton Manning, The uh, I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit where he's teaching kids it's one of the, to play football?
1: It's one of the best things Saturday Night Live has ever done is
5: that it bit. Is. Yeah. Tom, Tom, you've seen it or no?
2: Uh, last thing I saw was the very first episode of the Coneheads that I've never watched Saturday Night Live oh. again.
1: This one kind of transcends, though. It kind of makes oh, the rounds it? on social media, and I, oh, I can't okay. imagine somebody. I imagine at some point somebody showed you this because it is very. It's Peyton Manning who's like at a boys and girls club and he's teaching kids how to you know play football, mm-hmm. and he is just the biggest asshole coach. He's like screaming <laughs> really? at eight
5: year olds. He's like, <laughs> oh, really. he hits <laughs> yeah, one kid kids. to the well, portal yeah. body and yeah. says, "You're there for 20. He pokes his head out. Get, the nice, get your head back in there. Oh, You got to watch it during the break. Call it up for him.
1: Yeah, and apparently during that, that whole, you know, when they were filming it, Peyton's a super nice guy, and, you know, these are a bunch of kids, so their parents had to be on set, and their parents were coming up to Peyton like, hey, will you do me a favor? Can you drill my kid with a football again? Like, we just, <laughs> just want to make sure we get it on video. And he's like, you want me to hit your kid so you can Jesus. send a video to,
2: to your what family? A shock. <laughs> what a shock. Hey, Tom,
5: my lone claim to fame. Back in the 80s, when Archie Manning was a Vikings uh, quarterback, sure, we would play you know, football after practices, a bunch of the media guys and some of the ball boys. I was Peyton Manning's quarterback. You were? He was were? only like six or seven, whatever it was. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, that's pretty and good, he, though. And I was like, why does this kid tell me I'm better than you? <laughs> no, it was, it was uh, Archie, and then he gets it, and they, you know, the Manning boys get it from their dad. He is terrific. Right. He was a great guy.
2: That's what I understand. He was a very—I never met him, but I heard he's a really nice guy.
5: Yeah, he is, and they—they they get it from him. So i, I mean, I like uh, both Peyton. I like Eli too because of their—you know—their lineage from their dad, Archie. He was a great, great
2: guy. Bob, let me ask you a question though, because all—all yeah. all the Viking quarterbacks that I have met, only a couple of them have been an arrogant pain in the ass. The other ones seem to be pretty decent people.
5: You know, I'm trying to go back and think who was a quarterback that was not likable at all. And I, I mean, the ones that were around a while, all of them were good. Rich Gannon was a great guy. Great ben guy. Johnson was a great guy. Wade Wilson. Tommy. I mean, Tommy, Tommy Craver.
2: Tommy too. I love Tommy.
5: Yeah, even Culpepper was not a bad guy.
2: I don't know about that.
5: You know, I, I have, for those who haven't heard you, I, I know I've told you this, Tom. When uh, Mike Tice was the coach and I'd written some stuff about Culpepper, which was not complimentary. Mm -hmm. So we're walking uh, through their weight room and Culpepper's coming. So Tice, who I knew very well, he grabs me, like puts my my arms behind my back and he says to Culpepper, here's the guy. Here's the guy. You want to take a swipe at him? And I said, he'll probably miss.
2: Oh, I love it.
5: (laughs) And all I got from Culpepper was that look of he didn't know how to respond to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're probably lucky at that one.
5: Because that was at a point, that was one of the seasons when he was not on. You know, he, had, he was like one season on, one season off in terms of how good he could be.
2: Now, Bob, did you ever, you promised me you were going to buy the dollar bill suit that he had. Did you ever buy oh,
5: it? Oh, yeah. That, uh, th- that one is tucked away. No, I never did get it.
2: <laughs> Where do you even and get spe- a suit like that?
5: I don't know, but Kirk Cousins in this quarterback, he wore one after a game. It was, all, it was like Vikings. Uh, no, this was a Vikings one he had. It wasn't a dollar one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had all the, Viking, the Vikings logo all over it. I don't know where you'd get something like that either. But the Vikings knew their first-round pick, Jordan Addison. He had the lining of his suit, if you remember, at the NFL draft with dollar signs or dollar bills.
2: Yeah, they, they do like to brag about that money that's coming in, no doubt about that.
5: Yeah, and that's the one thing. The one, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a flaw, but in this quarterback, they stayed completely away from the absurd money that Mahomes and Cousins have made in their careers mm-hmm. in their making, mm-hmm. but then again, you look at the house that Mahomes was building, yeah. where he's got he already had like the uh, uh, the hole for golf, you know, the pool that they're putting in, mm-hmm. the jacuzzi, the basketball, the full court basketball court in the house, you know, so you could get a pretty good idea. And the the Cousins' house was none too shabby either.
2: Oh, I could see that to be true. Yeah. Uh, too bad he's not any good. He's a very mediocre quarterback.
5: But he's I mean, he has certainly put up again, regular season numbers, these two ones. And just a an aside about that, Justin Jefferson gave his top five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Guess who was not on his list?
2: Gee, let me guess.
5: <laughs> he didn't put his own guy on his list. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock. That well he shouldn't though. About
2: well he he was being honest, so I kind of like the fact that he was being honest about this.
5: Yeah. And you think how good could Justin Jefferson be if he had Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, or you know, go around the, the league, Joe Burrow, or you know, or Josh Allen, any one of these guys, even Aaron Rodgers, yeah, would be better. So, but that is uh, true. it'll be it, it will be an interesting year. We'll see how it, it plays out. I don't think it's. I think they'll win the division. I think people are getting too hyped about Detroit, but I think the defense will be a lot better. But I don't think they're. Philadelphia is still going to be the team to beat, and I think Mm -hmm. there'll be a little bit of resurgence from the Rams. And the Niners could be a killer team this year.
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I just are you trying to get me excited about the Vikings now? Because I love the Vikings, but are you getting me too excited here?
5: Well, I'm trying to uh, temper your uh, you know what's happening with the Twins. You got to get off of them.
2: Yeah, but they're two and a half up now, aren't they? Woohoo, look at what they're playing in the <laughs> Well thank they're you. Two
5: games above five hundred. That's you know a team that's two and a half up should be a lot more than that.
2: Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I just you know the, I don't understand why about five of the people are still on that team. And I don't understand why Rocco Baldelli's still the coach.
5: Oh, because he's an eye tie. You gotta keep the eye ties and you know, employed. Think about all the great eye tie players through the years, DiMaggio, right?
2: Oh, I mean, that bear- alone.
5: Yeah, Yogi Berra. I mean, come on, the Yankee greats. I'm sure that uh, yeah. the great Bambino was an Italian too.
2: <clears throat> yeah, oh, yo, absolutely. The Bambino yeah. was absolutely Babe Ruthino.
5: I think is what his yes. name
2: was. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I adore the Twins. I love my Twins. I know they're not very good. Uh, they, you know, they did sweep a horrible team. But Oakland have to do. Oakland is the worst team in baseball, aren't they?
5: Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find an, another one. I mean, right. it, there are some bad teams in baseball this year, and I give you the AL Central as an example. But you could put – yes, you could put the A's up against anyone when it comes to being just putrid. And uh, it, it's going to be hard to find a team that is uh, – not well, all right. <laughs> the Royals, as an example, they are a few percentage points ahead of uh, of the A's. Mm-hmm. So they're – they're pretty bad, too.
2: They're terrible. And then
5: over in the uh, you know, the other uh, league, like you got the, the Rockies are pretty rough as well. They're horrible, the Rockies. You know, they, based on percentage, the Nationals and Rockies have, actually have worse winning percentages than the A's.
2: Now I have to ask you something, Bob, as far as this is all concerned. What's the future? That's what I want to know. The future for
5: what? The are, they,
2: are they going to get rid of most of the people on this team? Because they need to get rid of at least six, seven guys.
5: Uh, I don't think it's going to happen now. I mean, there's, you read these stories from the optimistic local media, and they're trying to say one story, the who could, can they get a, a Shannon Stewart like they did back in 91? You know, they're uh-huh. trying to talk about what moves they can make. Would you really want to make a move, you know, to try to make this team better to win the division and then yeah. go into the postseason and get swept?
2: I still want to know, Bob, this, and, and I don't understand what's going on, but I have never seen so many booted balls, dropped balls, missed throws. What is going on with all the errors well, this year?
5: that does go to managing. The yeah. whole thing of fundamentals. You never saw that with Tom Kelly. You didn't see oh, the no. garden hire. Oh, and no. by the way, those, those teams were – the, uh, the winning percentage is far worse for the, uh, the Royals and the Athletics than the Rockies and uh, – and Colorado, or excuse mm-hmm. the Rockies and Nationals. I they just looked I, when I took a look at the Nationals and the uh, the Rockies. They had so few wins, but they're they're still not as bad as those two AL teams. But no, I think they have to. They got it. They're not doing or learning fundamentals, or they're forgetting them.
2: I guess Or they think they're yeah. so good
5: that they don't need to.
2: No, by the same, I guess in the same breath is a better way to put it. I've seen some spectacular plays that maybe I've never seen before. So it, I guess it's both ways.
5: Well, it depends on the player. See, some of these guys. Give me a uh, which player do you think about specifically
2: or primarily? Not, not really anybody specifically. It's just it's happening across the league, not just with the Twins. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of booted balls, drop balls. I mean, just. There was a play yesterday, and there, I was amazed the man even stopped. He made a spectacular play and ended up dropping the ball, and so so the run was safe. But the fact that he even got to that ball was amazing. Is that part of it that they're so fast and so good now they're getting to balls they didn't used to get to?
5: Well, let's go with that. It makes them look better than well, that's TV true. Fundamentals. <laughs> that is. I good mean, you, I'll tell you what. I know Byron Buxton has not booted a ball or misplayed one this year. No,
2: no, that's very, very true. <laughs> kind
5: of hard to do at DH.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I watched them yesterday. I watched the entire game yesterday and uh you know when they went down what they, they were down like 3 nothing, weren't they?
5: Yeah, cuz they came back uh <coughs> they, they came me. back in the uh in the 5th inning with the you know with the hit by or the home run by Kirilov and they were down well, they it was 3 zip And then in the 5th inning they uh they made a little bit of a they made their comeback.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, in the
5: seventh, they got their runs basically in the fifth and the seventh inning.
2: There you have it. What else you got, Sandy? They could pretty much do it for now. Okay. And, uh,
5: but are, are you up to date on uh, Joe Pickett or uh, Jack Ryan, which have new episodes came out this weekend?
2: I don't watch Jack Ryan. I watch Joe Pickett, and I think it's terrific. Um, yeah,
5: I thought this was the last episode. Apparently it isn't, or they're leaving you hanging.
2: For yeah? Last year. yeah, it could be. Um Catherine and I went back, and maybe I, I should get the tip off the three of you if it's any good, because it's about, geez, it's got to be at least like 15 years old at the very beginning. There's a show called Fringe that I had never seen before. Did you guys ever watch the show Fringe? Mm-mm. No. You know anything about it? Nope. Um It was written by J.J. Abrams, which is what attracted me to in the first place, because I think that guy's a hell of a talent. <clears throat> Writes really good stories. The first, we just watched the first episode, which is an hour and a half long. They did one of those deals. Uh, really, really pretty good. And then we also saw, and I'm going to talk to Kristen Bird about this in a second, we also saw Asteroid City. Have you seen that?
3: No, you didn't <clears> see it? <clears throat> we did. I'm excited to hear what your review is.
2: We'll be talking to Kristen Bird about that in just a couple of minutes, no question about it. But yeah, there's uh, that's the one thing about streaming. I don't know if I'd be going on strike if all the s- streaming is available. Because I'm now watching TV shows from 15 years ago that are really good.
3: Fringe has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and... It's the, good. Yeah, the whole premise seems like it's a like awesome.
2: It's phenomenal, and I had never even heard of it. Same. So how does that? Oh, Kristen Birch she can come in, just jump in with here if you wouldn't mind. Well, let me give
5: her the intro because I got to run and take a car to be worked on. Uh, in other
2: words, Kristen, you have to poop. best ever.
5: I don't
2: know. How's that for an intro?
6: <laughs> it's now like this short. Remember when it was really long? <laughs> you're the best ever, bye. <laughs> 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 best all right, thanks, you, you. Bob. Thank you. Wait
2: a <laughs> minute, okay, I got to read something. I got to read something here. Okay, you're gonna go out, Bob.
5: Oh t- yes, but I need to say this first because right now, when you put all the people on. On my computer, it's really tiny. And when Kristen came on, I'm saying, "Is she like topless?" I couldn't tell from yeah. your shirt. You are wearing a shirt, all right, because I'm thinking you're coming on. You know, you just got out of the shower or something.
2: So, no. but no, she
5: is. <laughs> she does have a shirt on. All right, we'll see you kids later.
3: And awesome. Bye, now. Bob. Bye, bye.
2: Sandy, thank you. A hell of a job, I thought.
3: He could step it up, but you know I'll give him some notes. Ah, yeah, but
2: that's just a given. It you of
3: being naked. <laughs> know, it's right. I mean, there's that.
2: It's sure. just Sandy. Um, are you sure about what you just told me? because um, I thought Michael Bryant the host, uh, sponsored him on Mondays. Uh, Fridays. No, that's Dave Bielki. Do you guys know anything about this? Show yeah, that's, at all? I
3: mean, he said it before <laughs> when the morning yeah, started. That, that yeah, no, yeah, because have we, a sponsor on Monday.
2: Yeah, we were supposed. To, yeah,
1: because it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Um, uh, not no no, no actually uh, you do have that wrong Brittany it is Mondays because we do have Tim Lammers on on Fridays
3: okay
2: so we do have Michael Bryant on Mondays and we have Dave Bielke on Fridays sponsoring Bob
3: I'm only repeating what you came in and said this oh, morning Jesus Christ this,
2: I didn't, did I say that this morning Yes I don't think I on said Monday, that this morning Yes Why yeah. me Kristen okay. Why yeah. me Well I don't it,
6: know these I don't two have an disasters. To any of these.
2: I got, I'm gonna. Re- I'm almost certain that, that he now. I have to find the damn thing. I'm almost certain that Michael Bryant sponsors Bob on on because Bialki does on Fridays. So okay. When you that. need
3: someone, uh, a lawyer you know and trust. Yeah. When you need someone to pay attention on
2: danger. your show. Red
3: Bryant. You know. Get off your ass. <laughs> Also, now what the hell did I do with it? Um, I actually just talked to Michael <sighs> Bryant uh, one time when I got hit by another car, just because I just wanted to know what uh, I should do, and he gave great advice. So but
2: you were in a car, though. I'm hoping you didn't yeah. get hit walking. Correct. Yes. Oh God, because you say you got hit by a car, I'm like, holy crap!
3: No, I got rear-ended by this lady who ended up screaming in my face about stuff. Um, this is many years ago, but he it was awesome to just know what you should or shouldn't do, and. Anybody who reaches out to you about the insurance is not on your side, so talk to Michael Bryan. He's actually insanely wise about all that stuff. See,
2: now we got a free commercial out of it, so it's a great benefit.
3: And unfortunately, I'm telling the truth because I'm not obviously a very good liar or actor, so.
2: Or that's good at radio for that matter. Yeah, or
3: there's that. Thank God
2: we're on podcasting. See, that was actually a compliment. Oh,
3: yeah, thanks. Well,
2: it was. All right, Kristen, what the hell are we doing?
3: My goodness. Well, It's been one of I these know.
2: days, I'm telling you. It's just, holy Christ. <laughs> Whatever. What, what it's were you crazy. Saying?
6: Well, Catherine outed you this weekend and said you finally went to see Asteroid City.
2: We did. We did go I see Asteroid City. I've been begging you
6: for weeks to go uh, see it, But this. that's
2: why we went and saw it, on, because of your lead.
6: And what did you think?
2: We liked it. We, I don't think everyone's going to like it.
0: Um,
6: No, it's Wes Anderson. So you have to know ahead of time that you're going in for a quirky, (laughs) weird sense of humor and you have to just like dive into that world and just embrace it. And if you do, you're going to have a delightful time.
2: Now, Kristen, how did they shoot that? Because the colorization, it looked like it was colorized. Remember colorized when they took black and white films and colorized them?
6: I had sent Catherine an article on how they did it because they had to use specific type of cameras. They did a 360 type of view, uh, kind of more of a, like a sepia toned. Um, so it's a filter that they that they kind of use. But it's a really interesting explanation from the cinematographer and how they shot the film.
2: Yeah, I, we we thought it was it was very quirky. There's no doubt about that. There's no getting around the fact that it was very quirky. But Catherine and I both really enjoyed it.
6: Yeah, Wes Anderson films, if people haven't seen them before, it is you know, honestly, they are so delightful when you go and, and really just dive into Wes Anderson's world. Um, and so many good performances out of actors because he'll do cameos. People will pop up in a scene and you're like, well, I haven't seen them in a while. And they do excellent work. So I really think that he's a director who also knows how right. to direct actors well and give kind of a performance of a lifetime.
2: I, uh, I'm i telling you, it and again, it's not for everybody. I know some people that would watch about 10 minutes and go, this is horrendous and leave. Some people are just not going to – they don't like Wes Anderson first of all. Right. And but I Catherine and I thought it was quirkier than hell. The the people in it were terrific, really good.
3: How did Tom Hanks do in it? He was good. Yeah.
2: He plays like a grandpa, I guess, on in it.
3: Oh, yep. That's super fun cuz there's a lot of like continuous players that Wes Anderson grabs, but I don't yeah. think Tom Hanks has ever been in a Wes Anderson. Steve um Carell pops up. Oh, yeah. How did he do? do like Johansson.
6: I mean, there's he was terrific i mean it's it's stacked in terms of like recognizable names and that's it it's like a quirky cast of characters and the town itself is is bizarre and and, but it's delightful i just i love wes anderson i always just like kind of like fall right into it and this is great alternative programming if you're like i don't want to see mission impossible seven i don't want to see indiana jones was it five like all of these things are continuous franchises this is the opportunity to go and see something at the movie theater that is original.
2: No, I could understand that. I, I, but yeah, I, and it was on because you're the first one to pointed it out to me before it even came out that it was coming out. I like Wes Anderson. Catherine likes Wes Anderson. So uh, once again, I, 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 I will warn some people. It's not for everybody. Some people are not going to like it. It's just too quirky for them.
6: But that's okay yeah. people will know what type of because I, I think everyone knows what type of humor that they like there's certain yeah. things that i don't i'm not gravi- i don't gravitate toward and i just don't usually bother to watch and people will know for that for them or not
2: all right pally i got to take a break here you can just got a couple of minutes all right can you can you hang I in can there handle it okay i, I wanted to it. make sure i want to make sure we're covered On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact uh, individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast score to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the My Pillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillows' history. Go to mypillow.com and use promo code Tom to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his My Pillow. That is mypillow.com promo code Tom.
6: We're going abroad for the first time
1: in years to Spain, so we started using Babbel
0: and started learning Spanish
2: fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks.
0: ¿Cómo te llamas?
2: ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind.
1: In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel.
2: Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
1: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company.
4: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
1: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their
4: businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
1: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon
4: us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you.
2: Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking. they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and Equal Housing lender. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B, uh, tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by Newcamp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around, see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville, or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The Up to the Five Grand Off sales event ends July 31st.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: We have back Kristen Burt with us, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, little news, a little information coming. I have to ask you a question. Okay. Because you live in Los Angeles. I do. Just down the road, just a few miles. Well, a little further than that, but like on the other side of the state, maybe. Uh, they're saying a record high in Death Valley uh, happened over the weekend, 131 degrees. Um, the record high in Death Valley is 132 degrees. So I don't know what they're talking about. So
6: It was hot. I, think it, I thought it reached 132 yesterday, but...
2: It says 131 here. So Oh, do you think it was just the wire that got that wrong?
6: Yeah, we had heard 132 here, but uh, who knows?
2: Yeah, because actually I was in Death Valley as a little 11-year-old boy visiting. My brother Terry was in the Marine Corps, so we went to visit him. I can't
6: imagine working in that heat. (laughs) Oh, no,
2: I can't imagine either. But I do remember, and the reason I remember it so clearly, that it was 132 degrees that day, and that was many, many, many years ago. 132 degrees, and the reason I know that is because I stepped out of the car barefoot.
0: Oh!
6: oh did you burn your
3: feet?
2: You, oh, yes, I did. It was, was black tar. Was it like second-degree burns? It was black tar, too. Oh! <laughs> like, holy Christ, was that hot. I mean, oh a Minnesota boy, we don't know anything about that kind of deal. You know what I, I mean? I don't think
3: people
6: realize when California, oh. because we are a desert, when it gets hot, it is blazing. It is. I remember one Emmys, I oh, got heat stroke man. on the red carpet. Because they just had us, like, out there on, like, blacktop with no tent that year. Oh. And it was hot and humid, and everyone's in evening gowns. And I, was, I got heat stroke. I was in the middle of an interview with the robot chicken guys, and I'm like, I have to stop. I'm about to faint. Because I saw, you know when you see the c- curtain closing on your eyes? Yes. You know you're in trouble.
2: I could see that. But I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew. And I know they're trying to say now that it's the worst of all time and blah, blah, blah. And in some places it is. But I I still believe that it was 132 yesterday, which tied the all-time high. I believe that's true. I just, you know, look, it's getting hot enough in other places. You don't have to scare people by telling them it's getting even hotter in Death Valley. Cause well, it, why don't you we would still
6: admit we're going to melt in 10 years, and we're just not going to be here.
2: Well, yeah, but according to that uh, little 16-year-old up there in Scandinavia, we're supposed to all be dead by now. What happened <laughs> to that?
6: I think we got a good decade.
2: We got, we got ten years, that's we got actually, ten
6: I, years. That's my prediction. For me, <laughs> so that, that we'll kinda
2: that kinda works out for me because I'd probably be dead anyway. So what's the difference? More me <laughs> so, now.
6: <laughs> well, I mean, all of us will be like, We had a good run, that's it. We'll now, just like I'm, fall asleep and just melt, evaporate.
2: I'm pretty sure that we'll we'll figure something out that'd be really good. Uh, and they never ever mention the fact that of course from the time I was born till now, there are almost 200 million more people in this country. In my lifetime, 180 million more people. And pretty much the 150 million that were here when I was born are all dead. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's, you can't just let people wander the earth freely. It just doesn't work.
6: Don't look at me. I didn't bring any kids into this world.
2: (laughs) Oh, listen to you. (laughs) I'm not a breeder. I'm not a breeder. Hey, Everybody wants to live their life and all the rest of it. And I don't want anybody living in agony or whatever. But maybe we should take care of things like that. You know what I mean?
6: No, I don't think we should place any caps or limits like China did. (laughs)
2: Oh, China's got... How many people are in China? What, like 1.2 billion or something, somebody told me?
6: A lot of people. A small city in China is like 10 million people. (laughs) That's so wild. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, and if you go and visit, it's overwhelming. Has anyone been to China besides me? No. Nope. It's it's really... I mean, it was one of, like, the greatest experiences of my life because I just... You know, when you just, like, go and you're like, I'm just here to absorb all the culture and, and really embrace why i'm here um but it really was overwhelming to realize like how many people live in a very small area yeah um the pollution's rough rough like i, I listen i breathe la air all the time and i thought it was really tough to breathe in china but they're also allowed to smoke in enclosed places like oh, on a really? bus you could be on a bus for two hours windows all closed everyone's smoking and you're Ooh. like oh that's so rough
2: i remember that when i was a kid though
3: Do you do? Uh, Oh,
2: God, yeah. People used to smoke on buses all the time. It, like,
3: blows my mind because, like, you know how, like, when something's far away, you go, okay, that's that? But, like, I take the bus all the time. Yeah. And, like, the idea that somebody could just light up a cigarette on a a bus going from Bryn Mawr to down like, that blows my mind. I have a
2: question. I never see people smoking anymore. Now, maybe I'm not um, paying attention as they, much as I should. But.
3: They also have moved them away from buildings. Like, it used to be, like, yeah. right next to buildings, yeah. and now they're like, oh, you have to be, like, 100 feet away. So I don't – I think they've also just, like, moved them Never to went weird... babes. Yeah.
2: A lot Instead. of people – which is just as bad for you, by the way.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: I wish they would understand that's just as bad as smoking a cigarette, so don't do that yeah. either. Yeah. Just do what Uncle Tommy does. Get the tabs. Tablets are good.
3: Oh, so you're talking about for for marijuana because she's, yes. she's talking about vape using it for nicotine.
2: Oh, is they vape nicotine? Yes. Well, what's Why yeah. don't you just buy a cigarette?
3: Yeah. Well, it doesn't smell as
6: bad. As oh, for, it doesn't.
2: Oh, okay.
6: For us non-smokers, well, <laughs> I'd rather be around I I don't
3: want to be around a vape, but you know, if you have to walk through a vape situation, some of those vapes are. T- I mean, I because that syntheticy smell. And then I was at a concert once where her she dropped her vape and then the canister broke and it was <sighs> like. That oil everywhere that stinks. I mean, it's also pretty gross.
2: God, you're giving me this wonderful memory. Mm. Doesn't sound so wonderful when I tell you this, but we had a neighbor when I was a kid that if his kids had an earache or, you know, maybe their nose was plugged up, they had a sore throat,
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, their dad would puff on a cigarette and blow smoke into their ears or up their nose because he thought, he thought it would heal them. I will or never forget.
6: Lung cancer? I'm, what? <laughs> exactly. oh,
3: he thought
2: even, it would heal them by blowing smoke into their ears. I'm
3: horrified by that idea. <laughs> All of these yes, things that we do to avoid our kids being around any of that, and it's so funny to think that like that was just directly put in their, their kids' face it's intentionally. Just, yeah, wild. Wow, it was
2: pretty weird. But smoking used to be, remember, three out of five doctors recommended smoking cigarettes that it was good for you.
3: Well, yeah. They it, did it in surgery. They would smoke while they're, like, cutting open. <laughs> and if you're gaining too much uh, weight while you're pregnant, they yep. would recommend you just smoke a little, like, yep. we'll cut the weight down.
2: <laughs> there you go. So that's called marketing, pretty much.
3: Kristen, were you ever a smoker? Mm-mm. Really? Especially, like, yeah. L.A. early on. I feel like that was everywhere. Yeah, not a smoker at all, and
6: I, you know what, It's, it's I, was, I was kind of that like boring person, like, I did my drinking, like, I did a little in high school, you know, in college it was fun, and then I hit 21, and I was like, but I did all my underage drinking, that was the thrill of it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that but was, I was done with thrill.
2: When did you start like, eight?
6: Yeah. No, I I think like around 16 in high school, like you go to a few parties and drink and stuff like that. But honestly, I have to say my friends and I were relatively responsible. We'd just be like, we're staying over, you know, Andrew's house and we'd all just stay there. Like we wouldn't drive. And that was that. And my mom never gave me a hard time about it. And I don't know. And I think by the time... I was in New York City, you know, through my college years. So that was pretty wild. And then by the time I really was legal, I was like, I've done all my wild things. I'm
3: good. Yeah.
2: It all works out. You know, because my voice dropped when I was 11 years old. My voice was like this when I was 11, right? So Tommy O'Brien, my good friend, and I adore that man to this day, he was very young looking. He was much... We were the same age, but he was a lot younger looking than me. So at, you know... 15 years old, 14 years old, I would call the local liquor store and place an order to be delivered. Yes, I'd like two cases of Fox Deluxe <laughs> to sent to my house. Uh, bring it up. So the guy would, we'd see him pull up. Tommy O'Brien would dress down to look even younger. He looked really young. And I would go in and turn on the shower. And ah. he'd go, Hey, dad, the guy from the liquor store is here. Oh, sorry, son, I'm in the shower. Just tell the money's on top of the TV.
3: Oh my God! That's a good scam. I
2: bought so much beer that way over the five, six, seven years. It was, or I suppose, it was about five years from 16 to 21.
3: They're like, this <laughs> is the cleanliest guy I've ever. He's always, he's, in, he's the always in the shower. That guy.
2: It's all true. But the bunny
3: likes to drink. Yeah, the bunny clear. <laughs> yes.
2: No, we bought liquor. I started buying liquor when I was like 15 years old by using that. Yes, I'm in the show. And by the way, I do that too. It wouldn't be just like, hey, I'm in the shower. It'd be, oh, well, son, I'm in the shower right now.
5: <laughs> you know, trying
2: to sound like fatherly. Oh,
3: that's so funny.
2: That's true. It's all true. That's so. an
3: elaborate. You guys, all right. I think you earned your alcohol. I hate to say it.
2: We've, but it is oh. clever.
3: It's a clever ruse, yeah. I will say.
6: It
2: wasn't too bad at all. That's not the only thing we use my voice for, by the way, because I sounded like an adult, so we used it all the time.
6: I'd be calling the school and be like... <clears throat> Tom, I can't be in school today.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tom can't make it to school today. This is his dad. Oh, I thought his dad abandoned him. Uh, I came back just for today.
6: <laughs> just to let him know he's sick.
2: Just to let him know everything's fine. So, what else you got? Everything else good?
6: Uh, Is it good? Hollywood's on fire. But (laughs) I was like, we are we're in a massive strike. And and this we're seeing the ramifications very quickly here. Um, I I think Bob Iger is probably the guy that's in the hot seat after telling everybody on CNBC that for all the creatives to be on strike, it's unrealistic. They're not going to be able to pay them. And this is wild from the guy that's making twenty seven million dollars a year plus bonuses. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Take a salary cut. Take a salary cut. I dare you. And and you know, some of these, I mean, he's making around 27 plus bonuses. Other people are making upwards of like 100 million and more plus bonuses. And it's really becoming a situation between like the top level, like C-suite executives and all the creatives that are just fighting to pay their bills. Um, this is going to be a long, dramatic fight and everything shut down. Like the few things that were still left, like the Ryan Murphy TV shows we had talked about Deadpool three over in London, everything's pretty much shut down. However, I think this is going to be the second, like this is going to be the renaissance of indie film and indie TV production Mm -hmm. because SAG is giving waivers. If you're not associated with the studios that we're striking against, they are giving waivers and saying you can move forward and you can actually produce your content. So I have a feeling we're going to see some really cool things emerge. And maybe in a few years, we won't be watching, you know, franchise after franchise all summer long.
2: No, I think that's probably true. Uh, Catherine, and I got lucky because we we've been looking for other things to watch, and even though. Well, yeah, look, I watched Abbott Elementary last night. I think that shows phenomenal. It should win all the awards. That shows really good.
6: It's so good. The second season is just as good as the first. The the characters are well-developed. Quinta Brunson's one of my favorites. Uh, Again, (laughs) at the rate we're going, and honestly, people need to realize that writers go back to work in June, so that shows premiere in the fall. So we're already in mid-July at this point, so we're six weeks. We've just bumped the fall season six weeks. Obviously, the strike isn't ending anytime soon, so we're probably... We might be at this point moving into February instead of January to see fresh content again. And that is scary to not only people that work in Hollywood, but to all of the support industries as well.
2: I have a question for you compared to, let's say, 20 years ago. Because we have streaming now. If they struck 20 years ago, it would be a huge thing. Now you barely notice it because Catherine and I found a couple shows that we'd never seen. The show Fringe, J.J. Abrams. That show from, I think it's, 2015 or 20, might have been 2008 to 2015. I don't know. You ever heard of the show?
6: Yeah, Joshua Jackson's in it, Anna yeah. Torves, great cast.
2: Really, really good show. And I don't know that I I would have ever seen that show had it not been for the strike coming up.
6: Well, there is a lot or of content on, and um, we can make lists. I, I have a whole list that we'll, I don't know, we don't have time today, but tomorrow of all your strong, tough women of shows that you can watch. Um, I love but that. But also, yes, I made it just for you, but Thank I also you. want people to understand. You are going to feel this effects come September. You roll around after Labor Day, and you're all going to be like, why are we watching game shows and reality shows? And it's going to be because of this strike. And that's the big deal. So you will feel it eventually.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.